you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. How do you succeed in an office job when you don't have an office to go to anymore? That's the topic of an article that we're talking about today from the New York Times, which poses that question of there are all these people now, maybe you, who used to work in an office or in a corporate environment who are now stuck at home but the job and in many ways a lot of the dynamics are still there so how do you handle it basically and there's a nice list here harry for us to look through yeah some really good ones here and i like the first point around shifting your mindset it um is basically saying that we're going to be measured differently now that we're working from home uh the idea and i would love if anyone listening can tell us about a micromanager they've been working for before and what what life looks like now that we're remote where they can't be literally peering over your shoulder every every 20 minutes i've definitely been there so um i would love to love to know how this is affecting people because basically what we're finding ourselves in is a situation where we we can only be judged on our output because we can't be looked our shoulder can't be looked over for me that's a hugely positive thing i think but uh, i i don't know i'd love to know what other people think i do think even just to remark on the shifting your mindset saying that you will now be measured on your output (laughs) it seems nuts to me because that's always been i mean before i was hourly here i it was project-based work so it all revolved around output yeah sure i think it's interesting to see that as a as a shift yeah absolutely but i think that's it's 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 really true i think it's very much it's very easy certainly having worked in offices before where people can project incredible images of being helpful, productive, valuable employees and doing the square root of not much at all, in my view anyway, (laughs) my sort of slightly (laughs) cynical, judgmental uh, view, because it's very easy to project an image of someone that's very productive. It's very easy to, to, to sort of be, play a role that's kind of critical from a team perspective and helping to sort of, um, you know, gather people around a certain idea and an objective and a project. And that, that, you know, that certainly is a very important role. Whereas when we're at home, it's, it's, you know, there's none of that is, is the case. And so it's literally just, what did you do today? You know, what have you accomplished? What have you done to help move the project we're working on forward? And that's, that's really all that matters. So yeah, for, for us, for you and I that work from home and have been for a long time, it, you know, it is only our output that matters. But for a lot of people, I think that that shift is a, is a new one. And I think um, it's going to really kind of, I mean, I hope for, as, a, as, as speaking on behalf of all, you know, as an introvert, speaking on behalf of all other introverts, um, you know, I hope we can, we can have our time in the sun working from home and, and be appreciated for the output that we've got and not the noise that we're making. Because I think that um, a lot of that can be easily missed in an office environment, uh, particularly if you're a salesperson. So, you know, high five to the introverted salespeople out there. So, yeah, it also talks about the idea of um, taking the initiative. Um, Suggestions are welcome. We're all trying to figure this stuff out working from home at the moment. So I think don't be afraid to kind of say what's working and what's not working. And if you've got an idea, speak up, I think. Recreate in person. We've talked a lot about video conference calls and the use of those. um, But I think the idea is not necessarily meeting for the sake of talking about a specific topic, but just sharing a space and sometimes you know, a lot of people use video conference calls to just be with someone while they do their work. And that can be really helpful for accountability or, or just, you know, not feeling lonely. And the similar, again, the next point kind of follows on from that, find office ally, allies. And, and that's really similar. 
talking about the idea of, you know, brainstorming, that's one thing we definitely miss from being in person is not being able to kind of grab someone and just sit and, and throw an idea around with them. You know, that's something we as a company here are really focused on trying more of at the moment is, is you know, when we're writing scripts for shows or we're, we're coming up with ideas for new podcasts, it's sitting down on a video call and, and just having that discussion about it rather than, you know, in, in the past, we might have the writer, Isabel, in our case, would might have just um, sat down and, and written kind of an episode outline or an idea for a script or something and then sent that to us. And we would have sort of discussed it, you know, over email or Slack and come back with ideas and suggestions. But actually, we're finding it's really great to to just set aside some time for a, for a video call and just talk about it. You definitely, yeah, need to need to sort of make time for that stuff because you, you miss out on it by not just being sitting next to that person. Removing distractions. We've definitely talked about that. And I think, yeah, not having your Xbox next to your work desk is probably a good a good recommendation. Um, and this sort of talks about social media as well. I've I what I've done is I tend to put my phone onto silent and then turn it upside down on my desk so I don't see the pings as often to try and reduce my reliance on that stuff. Do you have any any social media hacks? Well, for my phone, it goes in a drawer somewhere else. Nice. Because I'm, I'm not to be trusted under any circumstances. It just needs to <laughs> it needs to go. And then I have all of pretty much all of the social media blocked on my browser. The social media, yeah. I will I will go there on muscle memory. Yes, exactly. And drag myself in. So it's not even that I've made this conscious decision to divert my attention. I've just ended up there. It's such a waste of time. So it has to be blocked. Yeah, it's written. I really struggle. I'm on my desktop and my my fingers will will without me even thinking about it hit the hit the new tab button and you do you do control t then you press t and enter and you're on twitter exactly it's <laughs> it's it. that's what i was trying to say <laughs> you could you can be there in in no seconds and it's amazing how quickly that just sort of what i what i find is i'm becoming more and more conscious of it and so i'll do the i'll do the 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 alt t and then press t press enter and then i'll close the browser before it loads because i'm like no I know what I've just done. I don't need to do that. Bad Harry. No, it's absolutely, it's absolutely true. You catch yourself in motion. Yes. It's the first step. You know, the first step is, is admitting you have a problem. I'm at the step of admitting that I have a problem, but I haven't fixed it yet. So I just have to kind of catch it in, in action. Yeah, you need to get, instead of like a clip-on webcam, it should just be like a water spritzer that sees when you go to those sites. So it just sprays you like a cat. <laughs> exactly. I was going <laughs> to say like a dog thing. or a cat. Yeah. <laughs> That, that is exactly what I need. That would be, I think that would be remarkably effective in my particular case. Use what worked before is another point this mentions. And I think that's a really good point because I think it's easy to sort of throw your hands up in the end and say, everything's different. We're working from home. We're not in an office anymore. And this is all rubbish. And basically start from scratch. But actually there's lots of things that are still relevant from your habits from working in office. And it can be easy to sort of forget those. Yeah. So for example, it says setting priorities and communicating are, are an example of, of really important things that we do while we're in the office that we need to maintain. And we've talked a lot about communicating, but setting priorities as well, I think is is really important and just kind of really sticking to the things that you need to get done rather than just allowing yourself to sort of be responsive or reactive to email and not sort of setting time aside to get meaningful work done. Um, one of the books that I highly recommend is um, a, a book called Deep Work, and it really kind of lays out this idea of setting aside time in your day for the work that is most important to what you need to get get done, whether that's an hour, whether it's two hours, whether it's longer than that. 
it's very easy to get pulled into meetings and emails and communication and all that kind of stuff. But actually setting aside time to to really do the meaningful stuff that you need um, has never been easier while working from home. So yeah, there's there's a, a chap, Cal Newport, that's written about it in this book called Deep Work and uh, really highly recommend kind of checking that out. If, if there's sort of stuff, if there are projects you've been procrastinating on, if there's work that's really important to your career or your company or your your the project you're working on, that you know you should be doing, but you're not sort of, um, you know, focusing on it enough. I think this idea of deep work is a really kind of uh, useful time to think about it and kind of time boxing your your day, which mentions in this article of just sort of saying, okay, this is, in this period, I'm not going to do anything except this task. I'm not going to allow myself to be distracted. I'm not going to be available for meetings. All that kind of stuff is, uh, is, is really, really I'm going to use the word powerful, which sounds kind of silly, but it it is surprisingly powerful to kind of say, okay, this is what I'm going to do and, and just work on the stuff that matters. And yeah, as we mentioned, the, the the section for managers here, there's some really great stuff in here. So definitely check out the link to the, the New York Times article that will be in the show notes. In the meantime, anything that you think is missing from, from this article, love to hear your thoughts on remote work and how you're adapting. Um, you can email us wfh at lowerstreet.co is the email address and be sure to subscribe for more episodes every weekday.